It's time now for North Star Sports, your source for the hottest sports takes in the business. Here's your host, Owen Ely. Hello, everybody, and welcome to North Star Sports. I'm your host, Owen Ely, here with my co-host, Drew Peterson. You can follow me on Twitter at Owen Ely MN. You also can follow North Star Sports on Twitter at North Star MIN. Be sure to check out our website at NorthStarsports.media. And welcome to the show. We got a fun in-person appearance by the mailman's arch rival, Drew Peterson. It's the main card showdown today. Drew, how's it going, buddy? Oh, it's going really well, Owen. I'm happy to be back in this amazing studio. I'm happy to... I'm, I'm ready to... You know what? Since it's in appearance, I'm ready to claim this belt from you in person so I can rub it in your face that I got it back. <laughs> Ooh, I, I don't know. Well, luckily for you... Even even losers will fight for the championship. Uh, I've been thinking about expanding this once we get enough people, where we can have like a little league. You know what I mean? Where where we'll we'll have we need four people. That's the thing. We need so we can have two matches going on at the same time. Winner of the of the bottom match faces the top match. Um, but yeah, I mean you're you're just trying to get your first win here, young oh, junior. Man, I thought I almost had it last week. Uh, you know, in that draw that we had last week, unreal. I definitely thought I was gonna have it, but. But I, I feel good, you know. I've made steps. I got absolutely blown out, I think, the first time. Second time was a draw. So now, if we're using logic, this third time is going to be a dub for the Drew Man. And that is a fact. You can hear it right now. When you hear my picks, you're going to be scared, Owen. You're going to be scared that Ooh. I'm going to get this dub. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I don't think I've even lost a round to you. I think we've 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 had a draw in many rounds, but I don't know if I've ever lost a given round. So I mean, I don't know. The mailman, mailman's out here looking like Tyson Fury. You know what I mean? He's he's, he's not a blemish on his record. Not hey, a blemish on his record. It only takes one bad fight from you to both of us to be different, and it's over for you. It's over. I promise you this. This this weekend, this Saturday, I promise you that it will be my in my hands at the end of the night. And Sunday there will be no mail. Ooh, yeah. I don't know about that. Mail is twenty four seven around these parts, and I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be crip, walk, crip walking on your grave. <laughs> come 11 p.m. here but uh enough enough trash talk here i don't stoop to that level because i'm you know championship material here so let's let's get to the main card showdown it's time now for the main card showdown so we'll start here on the main card opener it's a bantamweight fight between, I believe, the number 14th, actually number 13th ranked uh, bantamweight, John Dodson, according to North Star Sports ranking system, which, of course, you can find at northstarsports.media, and Marab Devalishvili. We'll, we'll let you go first. What do you have in this one, good sir? I have Marab winning by a decision. Um, yeah, that's the one I go with. Marab is a really good fighter. Uh, he's got a great record, and a lot of his fights, actually, a lot of his wins go to decision, so... I definitely have him winning this one over Dobson. Uh, it'd be a good fight, but, uh, you know, he's on a good win streak. And so, yeah, I, I have it going to Marab uh, for by decision. Well, that's a solid pick. That's going to be my pick as well, Marab by decision. Uh, one of my favorite fighters to watch. Uh, he might have set a bantamweight record for takedowns in a fight in, in his last fight with Gustavo Lopez. Um, he's not. He, he hasn't always faced the best competition, uh, the win over Casey Kenny is a nice one. This is a, a, a notable step up in competition for him. Arguably, 
he should be undefeated in the UFC. He kind of lost a bullshit split decision to Frankie Signs, and then a very controversial loss to Ricky Simone um, that I, I forgot about until about a year ago. So uh, this is going to be a tough one. I think it's going to be an ugly fight because Dodson, former flyweight, he's he's really fast. He can dart in, in and out, and uh, he's never been finished in his UFC career, and Marab has never finished somebody in the UFC. So I'd be... Even if Dodson wins, I'd be very shocked if this didn't go 15 minutes, but that's a solid pick there, Sonny. I'm going to also go Marab Devalishvili by decision. So, moving on here on the main card, it's a featherweight bout between Herbert Burns and Daniel Pineda. Who do you have in this one? I have Daniel Burns. Uh, I have him winning by decision. Uh, he's coming you know, in with two fights under his belt that he's won. And the other guy, I'll be completely honest, he is a certified bum. Um, you know, in the words of uh, Stephen A., he's a certified bum. So, wow, that's a hot sports thing. What, what are you going to do if you run into Daniel Pineda on the streets? I will I will say hi gladly, and I'll tweet at him. Like that one guy on Twitter said, uh, some UFC fighter, I bet you wouldn't say that to my face. Nope, that's why I tweeted <laughs> at you. That's what I would say, because I can promise you I would not fare well. But uh, I definitely have Burns winning by decision. I think he's the better fighter. Uh, and I think Pineda was just kind of thrown into this match. Uh, and, you know, just... Too much inconsistency out of him. So, yep, Burns by decision. Interesting there. I'm also going to go, excuse me, Herbert Burns, one of the worst names of all time. Herbert and Gilbert, those are bad names for the 1840s, but we're (laughs) in the 21st century here. But I'm going to go Herbert Burns, but I'm going to go by first-round submission. I think he gets it done. Uh, Like you said, uh, this is your word. So if I ever run into Daniel Pineda, I'm just quoting Drew Peterson, but he's a certified bum, hasn't fought in the UFC since 2014, Weirdly, I didn't look into this too much because, quite honestly, I don't give a shit. But his last two fights were no contests, so that's kind of interesting. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. Maybe a failed drug test. I don't really know. Either way, don't care. Uh, Herbert Burns, uh, is he's very talented, has a couple of nice wins here in the UFC. Nate Landwehr, that was a solid victory he had um, at the beginning of the year, I believe in January. So uh, I'll go Her- Herbert Burns, gets it done quickly, first-round submission. Moving on here to the featured bout on the main card. It's a heavyweight tilt here between the former UFC heavyweight champion, Junior DeSantos, and Jairzinho, Biggie Boy, Rosenstrike. Um, As we pull up the North Star Sports heavyweight rankings here, JDS coming in at number five, Rosenstrike at number six. Who do you have in this one? I have Rosenstrike winning. Um, if that's I might have butchered his name there, but I'm not the greatest at pronunciation. But I have Rosenstrike winning. Uh, his one loss this game to an absolute beast of Francis Nagano in the UFC. Um, I know Junior DeSantos has had some really good fights, but I have him, Rosenstrike, winning by round two knockout. I have him knocking JDS out. Yeah, JDS, right? Yep, JDS yep. out in the second round. Um, yeah, you know, that's my pick. I think JDS is just going to get outworked in this fight. Interesting. Well, I could not disagree with you more. I'm going to go JDS by decision. Uh, he has way more fights. He's he's a, a veteran of the sport. He's got great boxing. Um, he has lost his last two fights, but they are two real top dogs. I mean, they both have losses to Nganu, mm-hmm. albeit, you know, JDS la- lasted 50 seconds longer. Uh, and, you know, the loss to Curtis Blades. Curtis Blades is really good. It's kind of bad that he got knocked out by a wrestler, but I don't know. I mean... Curtis Blaze is really good at, at, at using his wrestling to distract from striking. Um, I don't know. I think Rosenstrike, I look at his last two fights. Okay, so he got murdered by Nganu. The fight before that, I'm not going to say it was a lucky punch, but he lost 24 minutes of a 25-minute fight and then just happened to explode Overeem's lip. So Overeem, I look at him, 
that's a crafty veteran, a good striker, a guy who's you know becoming more patient in his old age. I see the same thing in JDS. So I actually think JDS outworks him, uh, gets the unanimous decision victory here. And JDS has a mustache for this fight. So <laughs> you know what I mean? We talk about legendary fighters. We talk about one-eyed Bisping. We talk about C-level Kane. We talk about Pictogram Jones. You know what I mean? We talk about these legendary guys. Long-haired Cody and his knockout of uh, Hafael Sunsau. So I think I think mustache JDS I mean, if he fucks around and, win, and wins a championship, you know, this is a legendary, a legendary, not just a fighter, but a legendary aspect about a fighter. He's the, he's the mustache champ. Well, it seems like you're getting, you're getting blind. You're blinding by the mustache because I promise you, this is going to be the pick that you're going to regret tonight. Everyone listening, I put it on everything that this will be the pick that Owen will regret to make tonight just because he got blinded by a mustache. No, no, no. The power of the mustache is a real thing. <laughs> And it's going to be bad for you because it's going to be a 10-7 round because not only do, did we pick different fighters, but it's going to be a JDS unanimous decision victory. So this is a three-point tilt in my <laughs> mind. All right, moving on here now to the co-main event of the evening. It's a matchup here between the number 14-ranked bantamweight, the human coloring book, Sean O'Malley, taking on the number 15th-ranked bantamweight, uh, Marlon Chito Vera. Who do you have in this one? Sir, this is the one I've been more most excited to announce. My boy Sean O'Malley. I have him winning uh, by decision because both of these guys. I, I mean, Cheeto, which let me say this right now, awful nickname. Uh, uh, I did not know coming into this that that was his actual nickname. I thought they just called him that because he looked like a Cheeto. But O'Malley, I don't think he knocks him out. I don't think he does anything because this is his first real competition. But O'Malley's the real deal. Um, if he can stay off the ground, you know, he'll be good. Uh, if he can keep it stand up, he'll be good. So I have O'Malley winning by decision because I don't see you know him knocking out Cheeto and I don't see Cheeto knocking out O'Malley. So I have it going to a decision, and yeah, that's my pick on that one. And O'Malley will win that one. Yeah, the colorful hair, everything, the trolling him with the hometown flag on his hair. I mean, what's not to love about the guy? How can you bet against him? That's true. He does have some of the worst tattoos in the game. Well, much like the preview show yesterday, no surprise, I'm picking Sean O'Malley by decision in this one. Um, I think it's going to be a closer fight. It might it might be a fight. I mean, it's tough because O'Malley had that catastrophic foot injury in his UFC debut versus Andre Sukumtat. But I think this is probably the, the fight where he takes the most amount of damage. You look at Marlon Vera, he's never been finished. So I'm... This is not really related to the to the main card showdown because it just matters what the pick is and, and the method. So O'Malley by decision. But I think a lot of people are going to be a little negative on O'Malley after this fight just because you've been having so many spectacular finishes when you just win a solid decision. You know, people, like, I understand this is probably a bad fight to, to throw out there, but, like, Israel Adesanya and his fight with Yoel Romero, you know, oh, even though Israel has had all these great finishes, oh, what a bum because he had this boring fight. Boring fights happen to everybody. O'Malley, sooner or later, is going to have a fight where he doesn't just viciously knock somebody out. So uh, I, th I think he wins. Uh, five foot eleven at one thirty-five. That's which is uh, absolutely crazy. I mean, I will say in the way, and he did look a little unhealthy. I mean, uh, a little. I mean, he was shaking or whatever, but he did look a little bit unhealthy in the way. in but I mean, fact of the matter is, I mean, his size. I don't know how tall you know Vera is, but I mean, he's probably not five ten or five eleven, whatever you know O'Malley is. But I mean, he's just. 
I mean, he's got so much to prove because everyone's calling him a fake because, you know, he hasn't fought anybody real or anything of the sort. But this is going to be the fight where he puts himself on the map. Decision or not, you know, if he knocks him out right away, hey, good for him. But even if he wins a decision, it'll put him in the ranks of being a legitimate contender, you know, for days to come. And I believe he's only like 24, 25. So, you know, he's got a huge career ahead of him. And this is his first bump. You know, that's how you become great, you know, is get over each speed bump one time at a time. It doesn't matter as long as you get that W. Who cares? You know, people are going to say, oh, it wasn't enough. But as long as you have that W next to your name, you're perfectly fine. Well, and the thing with O'Malley is I've seen a lot of people say this is a star in the making. No, he's just a star right now. Mm-hmm. He's not a star in the in the sense that he's a contender right now because obviously he's ranked 14. So he's still got a couple of fights to go. But Bantamweight is so deep. And I think, honestly, if he beats Vera here tonight, he's probably just two wins away from fighting for the, a title in one of the deepest divisions just because, dude... He's in a co-main event on a pay-per-view, and he's barely ranked. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's not deserved, because obviously he's a star and he brings in the eyeballs. But, you know, they're going to fast-track this guy. You know, a win over, I mean, play matchmaker here a little bit. I think a fight with him and Cody Garbrandt is definitely going to happen in the future. But he wins this one. I don't know. Maybe he takes on Jimmy Rivera or, or a Sunsaw or something. Murders, murders them. And, uh, yeah, this was a guy who he has <clears throat> these... Uh, like Boston Celtic look-alike knockoff jerseys with O'Malley on the back and then like 420, 69, and they're limited edition, so that you only can have, I think it's, there's only one number made for yep. each. Dude, he sold out, and they and they cost $250 a piece. Oh, yeah. So tell me, that, tell me that's not currently a star. This is not a star in the making. This is a star right now. Exactly. He, he has everything that, you know, I'm not comparing his fighting skills to McGregor, these guys, but he has everything McGregor has. You know, these you know McGregor's the biggest star in the sport. I mean, hands down, you know, when it comes to draw, and that's what he has. You know, he, he's got the weird hair. He's got the, you know, crazy talking. He, he's got the fans. He's got everything that McGregor, in a sense, maybe not on that level, but, yeah, he's a star in the making. He is a current star, but a superstar in the making. I mean, he could be the that you know the face of the you know UFC free you know in a few years if he keeps going down the path he's going and this is his first bump to get to that point so it'll be a really fun fight to watch it's definitely the one I'm more excited to watch today yeah it's it's the one that I have the most questions about so moving on here to a fight I don't have a whole lot of questions about it's the main event it's the trilogy fight it's the champion Stipe Miocic taking on the former heavyweight and light heavyweight champion Daniel Cormier how do you think this one plays out I have Cormier winning by round four knockout. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, everyone knows that the first fight he won, uh, the second fight he was winning until he, he messed up. I mean, in my mind, you know, obviously this doesn't matter because, the, you know, the wins and the losses are already proven, but DC's basically won the two fights. He just messed up in that second one. Uh, you know, he's, he's retiring after this, and he's not going to be like some of these other guys that are checking out. He's going to leave everything out there. You know, he's going to... Every last breath he can give to this, you know, organization and everything, he's going to leave it all out there. And, you know, I like Stipe, but he's going to work Stipe tonight, and it's going to be a great, you know, one of the greatest of all time, you know, and uh, and he's going to prove it tonight, and he's going to go out a champion. I really believe he will. Fair enough. Mine doesn't differ a whole lot for you, from you. I'm also picking Cormier. I don't – I mean, this fight will be close. I'm not trying to downplay Stipe because, obviously, he's a two-time champ. But I, I just think DC is on such a different level. Stipe didn't win that second fight. Daniel lost it. If he would have, there were four things that if he would have just changed up any of them, he would have won the fight. Listen to his coach. If he would have just listened to his coach, he would have won the fight. Don't take body shots. Don't don't take eight body shots in a row. Uh, wrestle. If he would have wrestled, he would have won that fight. 
you know, and if he would have kept his hands up, he didn't respect him. He even said that, you know, since since the second fight, you know, you, you watch it, and that's not a good sign. He didn't respect him. He was walking towards him with his hands super low. For a guy who's, you know, basically a, a midget height-wise for a heavyweight against a guy who's a legitimate heavyweight with an 80-inch reach, uh, you know, being, being the significantly shorter <laughs> fighter and not just keeping your hands up, that's the most frustrating thing. It's like watching outfielders not catch the ball with two hands. Yeah, could you catch it with one hand? Probably, but there's going to be 1% of the time where it would be beneficial for you to catch with two hands, so just so just do it. Could D- DC beat Stipe with his hands down? Yeah, probably, but it takes no effort just to put them up, and then you, you can do whatever. You know, he likes to do the thing where he walks forward, uh, you know, to fight him like a zombie because he likes to clinch fight a lot, so... And I don't blame him. He did that with Jones a lot. When you're at a height and reach disadvantage, I mean, you're just going to be walking forward like a zombie because otherwise you're just going to get teed off on. So I th- I'm a uh, long, long-winded way to say I'm picking Daniel Cormier by third-round TKO. Um, I do think he finishes him, although it wouldn't necessarily shock me if it was a sub... No method of Cormier victory would shock me. If it's a decision, DC's won many five-round decisions before. If he chokes him out... I mean, this guy's a fucking Olympian. So, you know, I think DC wins. I probably feel most confident that it's a TKO. And, you know, it went to round four last time. Obviously, he lost. But it went that far because he fucked up. I don't think he'll make those stupid mistakes. So I think when he fights his game plan to his full ability, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we're kind of zeroing in here. So he finished him in the first round in in the first fight, kind of fucked around and let it go a little longer. I think could find a happy medium here <laughs> early early third round because even in the second fight Cormier won those first three rounds it wasn't even close so it'll be tough um I don't know interesting we have we have a lot of similar picks but there's a couple there's a couple of ones most notably the JDS and Rosenstrike where honestly the winner of the winner of that featured bout probably is going to win this one. Oh yeah definitely definitely you know that's something we've been running into a lot too lately is me and you are you know maybe we're getting on the same wavelength you know we've been around each other a while been doing this for a while now you know we've been picking a lot of the same fighters and it's awesome that there's always one because it's always competitive you know what I'm saying obviously the first one wasn't all that competitive it was for I think like the first two fights and then it went away but the last one really competitive obviously we tied so this will be a fun one this will be this that one fight will probably decide the night. Well, and that's probably how it's going to work from now on because you're getting more in the sport. I, Every time I make a pick, I think that's going to be the right pick. So, you know, I don't know. It's not – it's fighting. Anything can happen. A punch could land. But it's not just like a coin flip like a basketball game between two top teams. You know what I mean? Normally there's – I feel pretty confident. I feel most confident that Hil- Herbert Burns is going to beat, you know, some certified bum. So, you know, no surprise when fights like that are on these cards that we both pick the same uh, same fighter. So uh, it'll it'll be interesting. I still will leave champ. It's going to be my third title defense. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm closing in. If I get three title defenses, I have as many title defenses as Stipe. I mean, these are equivalent things in my mind. You know what I mean? He's yeah, he's getting punched in the head. (laughs) But, you know, I'm like I'm putting my neck out on the line here. So. You know what I mean? I, I hate to overshadow Stipe's accomplishments, but you know this is this is everybody knows the North Star Sports money weight belt. That's the that's the real prize of the sport. Hashtag no Monday or no Sunday mail. That's all I'm gonna say. No uh, you Sunday messed, you mail. messed it up. I so messed it up. But I, I, it came out. 
No Sunday mail. That's what's going to happen. Tomorrow no. there will be no mail delivery, nothing. The mailman will be weeping, weeping in his room because oh, no, no, no. he lost the belt. I don't need to deliver on Sunday. I will because I <laughs> deliver every day. But I'm going to be delivering at 11 p.m. tonight because that's when this is going to be over. So, you know what I mean? Hashtag and still. Hashtag blessed. You know what I mean? Hashtag, hashtag Where, good vibes. Where's your Bible quote? Yeah, your Bible verse hashtag quote. Hashtag John 416 <laughs> yeah. or whatever, whatever the fuck people bring to baseball games. <laughs> hashtag Philippians fucking 412 or whatever's on John Jones' fucking shoulder. You know what I mean? Whatever, whatever, it, whatever it takes. You know what I mean? And, you know, luckily we don't do drug testing here at North Star Sports because mailman's on a lot of fucking PEDs. You know what I mean? My... Like, my intestines are growing. I'm going to look like uh, Brock Lesnar, how his stomach looks all wavy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm growing intestines and shit like this. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to have a pumpkin head like fucking Tito Ortiz one of these days. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm just on every performance enhancer under the fucking sun. But uh, it's going to be good. I figured, you know, we're doing pretty good here for time. I mean, it's very rare that we get, you know, the very busy Drew Peterson in studio. Very so true. there was one topic I wanted to mention. Because I, I figured it's going to be irrelevant by the time we do another show. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's a little outdated now. But um, I think the NHL had a completely legitimate draft lottery <laughs> that just happened to put a generational talent in their biggest market available. Oh. Do you happen to disagree with this? Oh, man, I saw that. And I instantly, you know, I know, like, all the drafts, obviously, NFL is done by the worst team. All right, so you can't rig that. I mean, teams can try, but you can't rig that. You know, NBA is an open form. Did you know the NHL is a closed-door uh, lottery system? Oh, that's legit. The only one they ever did open-door for was the McDavid one because of the controversies around it. So this one was a closed-door lottery. It's been like that. This is why the Oilers, who are a franchise, you know, the NHL's team, got four first-round draft picks, wasted all of them except one, and is still wasting one. Dude, it was the biggest scam for the biggest market in the United States, of ho- you know, for hockey, you know, to get the first overall pick when they were not a bad team whatsoever. I mean, unreal how – it's just unreal how New York got it. When I saw it, I was speechless. You know, a lot of people that I work with, you know, they're into the wild and stuff like that, and they were disappointed. I'm disappointed the wild got the ninth pick because they're going to draft a Pop-Tart, you know, come draft day because they never draft good. But, man, like even the team that was passed up, you know, Detroit being the worst team in hockey, dropping three positions – three positions for the first I mean I believe it needs to be changed I mean we don't really see that in the NBA much I know less last year um you know the Lakers jumped from like 14 or something to four or whatever but but you don't see it that much but in the NHL for some reason like the Oilers the year they got uh Taylor Hall they jumped like eight positions you know what I'm saying like it's just really weird how there's so much more jumps in the lottery system with the, you know, in hockey than there is in basketball. I think, does baseball have a lottery or is it just... No, it's just straight up. It's just straight up. But, like, you compare those two and it's just comical how the NHL has so many more jumps in it than, you know, the NBA by any say. So it's it's an absolute rig system. I, I feel bad for a lot of the teams that, you know... And this is why a lot of these teams are bottom dwellers. You know what I'm saying? Like, because they don't get the draft picks... And if they do, obviously, teams can still draft good. You know what I'm saying? But, like, so tired of seeing. I hate New York teams. I hate the Yankees, Mets, Knicks, Nets, anything, Rangers. It doesn't matter. Islanders, I don't even care if they don't play in New York. Like, because New York teams constantly with their big market just ruin sports. And I'm happy to see them all lose. I hope the Rangers draft the wrong guy or the Rangers, 
get this guy and he refuses to come play. I don't know. But I'm just, yeah, it, I think it was a disappointment for the sport of hockey, to be honest. A generational talent who he's going to put up 100 points in his first two, in his second year in the NHL. I promise you he'll put up 100-some points, especially now with the New York Rangers, who aren't by any means a rebuild team as they almost were in the playoffs this year. So And in, still managed. They moved up in the lottery last year, right, because mm-hmm. they drafted second because they got yeah. Capo Caco or whatever. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they jumped up as much as they did. So you see Detroit, who was really bad. Uh, the Kings were really bad, which who cares about, you know, the Kings. But, you know, these teams were awful. You know, I think Detroit only had like 20, not even 20 wins. I think they had, you know, like 17 wins by the time the season ended. And the Rangers had 38 wins. I mean, that's unreal. That, that'd that be like that'd be like the Lakers landing the first pick, you know, I'm not, you know, for like a Zion Williams last year. you imagine how outraged the NBA would be? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just unreal. It's unreal. You know, and I'm happy you brought that up because I wanted to talk about it anyways. But, yeah, I, I – it's also disappointing for Minnesota sports because they got the ninth pick, and we've went over there. No, totally They'll waste it. it. You know, and you sent me that screenshot of who's projected to draft. It's going to be a finished player. Guarantee it. And it's not going to be someone good. We're going to miss out on another Brock Besser. We're going to miss out on, you know, something. We're going to miss out on something big, and that's just how the wild work. Oh, yeah, because yeah, you could totally – that's why I wanted the first pick because you can't fuck it oh, up. You, do... you could still obviously draft a great player at nine, but not if you're a fucking poverty team like the wild. And the thing, like, if that pick would have gone to the Kings, I mean, yeah, that's a big market, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, that wouldn't be super fishy to me. I'd be like, no, yeah, they oh, were a probably, really bad, yeah, they were a yeah. really bad team. And, or, yeah. or Detroit, or why didn't Nashville win? I, and I understand each of these teams only has 12% chance to get it, but kind of, kind of funny. And yeah, fuck New York. I hope every single, and I've been this way for a while so there's not a new thing for me but i hope every new york team loses every single fucking game they ever play i hope the yankees never win a game in their entire fucking i hope they go 0 162 every single fucking year fuck new york a bunch of you know just the worst fans on the fucking planet just worst drivers one of the worst worst cities worst (laughs) domino's has better pizza than new york pizza you know what i mean fuck new you know what official stance of north star sports fuck the new york market i don't give a shit about the new york market if you're tuning in from the New York market, then fucking pound sand. I don't give a fuck about it. I know we got a lot of listeners in Virginia. You know what I mean? So Virginia, you're cool. New York, go away. Yeah, Virginia, awesome. You know what? Shout out to China as well because we, 8% of our listeners come from China. You know what I mean? So sh- shout out to China. I know you're a big fan, a big respecter of China. Oh, huge fan of China. I have a Chinese cousin, so that's how big of a fan I am. Yeah, there you go. I'm... His name is Mumu. If you guys know who he is, his name is Mumu Meow. There you go. <laughs> okay. Hey, you're not lying. <laughs> yeah, I was going to guess what his name was because I was pretty sure what it was, but I didn't want to uh, get canceled. Oh, uh, you're good, but his name is legitimately Mumu Meow for anyone that wants to be offensed or uh, find that offensive. But no, his name is legitimately Mumu Meow. Well, there you go. Shout out to Moo Moo Meow. <laughs> he seems like a, a, a nice guy. I've never met him, though. But uh, he's probably a fucking kid. <laughs> he is. He's uh, he's like 8 or 12. I don't know how old he is. I have a lot of cousins. <laughs> ah, fair enough. I mean, we, we could bring him on the show at some point. Shout out to Canada. We got six six listeners. I don't know what time frame that is. Probably the last in the last two weeks. And you know what? Shout out to that listener in Denmark. I respect it. You know what I mean? Not not listening to whatever bullshit sports shows I got in Denmark. Fuck Denmark. What sports do they even have? They have, like, speed skating in Denmark, don't they? Yeah, probably. You know, <laughs> figure skating and <clears throat> stuff like this. I, I, I'm curious. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we went over this a couple of days ago, but you know what I mean? Let's 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 really look at what our demographics are here. You know what I mean? Um, 
Oh, well, that's disappointing. It doesn't tell me. It used to. It used to tell me. It used to tell me cool stuff. I know we had listeners in like the Philippines and stuff like that. I mean, it was like four people. All right. Well, you know what? Fuck Podbean. You know what I mean? Because they, they don't even tell me where my stuff is. You know what they I mean? They kick you off their platform. Yeah. That, well. Yeah. That's probably. That's probably true. <laughs> that's probably true. Let's see if WordPress is a little better. Maybe they. Maybe they let me know where my fans are. Cause I got. You know what I mean? If I'm gonna relate to my fans. You know what I mean? I gotta, I gotta know where they're from. You know what I mean? When I'm coming up with a hot sports take on Manny Pacquiao, you know what I mean? <laughs> if I got a lot of Filipino listeners, I'm probably not gonna talk shit about Manny Pacquiao. Okay, so you know, five people tuning in from Germany. Uh, I'm not gonna say any, anything nice about Germany because you know what I mean. You guys, you guys lost two world wars. You know what I mean? So I mean, Losers. scoreboard. You need one of those. Yeah, you need one of those loser uh, <laughs> sound bits. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Four from the UK. Uh, I mean, whatever. You guys got fucked up teeth, but I guess you're fine. Oh, Singapore. Two from France. You, you guys like to wave the white... You know, and I'm really not doing good for my international <laughs> audience here. Oh, man. But shout out to... Number one, respecters, like like the NBA, we will sell out for China. We will <laughs> si- sell out for the Chinese yen. You know what I mean? So we're looking for sponsors for this uh, studio. So, you know what I mean? If if some Chinese company wants to pay me, you know, a couple of, couple of dollars for the naming rights... I'm fine with that. Shout out to the Netherlands. I got nothing to say about you guys. Shout out to the Swiss. You know, you guys are neutral. Singapore. Okay, in Thailand, I don't have much to say about you guys, but I appreciate the effort. So good, good job for you guys for tuning in. You know what I mean? And this is this is this is just official. You know what I mean? Like who who knows who else is getting this stuff? Exactly. You know what I mean? But uh, any any country that is more than five percent of my audience i'm a big respecter i'm a big respecter you know even if it's even if it's a country i don't even know even if it's kazakhstan you know what i mean we'll, we'll be big respecters of kazakhstan you know what i mean we'll put up a kazakhstani flag i'm waiting for our first north korean viewer yeah that would be impressive <laughs> you see that flag up there that'd be pretty crazy i would i would be more excited for one north korean viewer than i would be for a thousand american viewers so uh, that that the day that happens is is the day you know I make it big. You know what I mean. Shout out to Kim Jong Un. You know what I mean. I feel like we could we could solve world peace. I could I could be like the Dennis Rodman. Maybe you know what I mean. He he likes uh, '90s basketball. Maybe he's just getting into you know mixed martial arts and he's trying to find a podcast. You know what I mean. I know he's done some messed up stuff. So we gotta disavow him. You know what I mean. But if you're out there listening, you know let's just talk. We can solve stuff when we talk. So you know what I mean. Well, I would, I'm saying right now, I would, if it was offered, I would take a trip to North Korea to talk to little rocket man. You know what I mean? We, we would come to a conclusion that would involve world peace. World peace. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? I could sit here and talk bad about North Korea and obviously do your own research because they still have concentration camps. So very bad people. But you know what I mean? I'm the great unifier here. I could bring everybody Everyone together. together. You know what I mean? This this basement's big enough. We could we could bring old Trumpsky here. You know what I mean? We could we could bring him here. We could fit Kim Jong Un in here. You know what I mean? I, I got a lot of I got an Australian flag out there. I don't know who the fuck their leader is, but let's bring them here. Uh, I got a Canadian flag, so let's bring uh, Whoa, no Trudeau. <laughs> no Canadians. No, no, I got a Canadian. We got a Brazilian flag, so let's bring. Whatever the fuck that actually, I think a lot of people hate that guy. So let's not bring that guy. <laughs> but uh, wow, not easy to find who the leader of Australia is. I guess the prime minister is the leader. Scott Morrison. Let's bring that guy. He looks like a top, a top fella. Top tier. Nice tie. 
Yeah, he looks fit. You know what I mean? A good leader. How, how old is this guy? Ah, doesn't even say. Very nice. You don't need to know how old he well, is. Wikipedia never lies. 52. That's a, you know, well, actually, that's, okay. He could be aging a little better. But, you know what I mean? Shout out to Scott Morrison. I'm sure he's listening. You know, we're, we're big respecters of Australia. Of course. I've always said, if I could go on one vacation, I'd probably go to Australia. If it was international. Probably. Mm. Although, I hate flying, and uh, I don't even know how long that flight is. Like, fucking 18-hour flight probably doesn't sound super awesome. Well, you already live with spiders. So, I mean, they got big spiders in Australia. So, you know, there you go. That's you, true. You can bring some back, so they can be the new kings of the room. True. I want to get one of those... Um, Spiders that the soldiers, when they were in Iraq, like those camel spiders, <laughs> are just the size of, like, small dogs. You need a Goliath bird eater. Oh, man. <laughs> I could bring back a lot of cool shit from Australia. Kangaroo. But spiders are pissed off because you know the old setup. The spiders loved that setup. But this, there's no place for spiders. I had to tape these little holes here. You know, I, I figured spiders. Sit are- in here and they pop out. Ooh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. There's some big spiders. Big spiders down here. Spiders the size of grapes in this basement. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, you know what? I, did I tell you my new favorite way to get rid of spiders? What's that? I, I take my pellet gun and I pump it up, but I don't I don't, I don't put a pellet in there. <laughs> and just, then I just that. blast them. That's and, pretty uh, good. Yeah, they, they, they don't exist. I can't clean it up because they don't exist. I always like to use uh, Axe body spray. Ah, there you go. That's a classic. <laughs> That's a classic. Yeah, you gotta you gotta drown. Well, you know, and there's center centipedes in the windowsill behind us. You know what I mean? So I've seen them. I was gonna get him, but he crawled back into the wall. So I was like, ah, fair enough. He's just he's just booling in there. He's just fucking laying babies, so they all come out like the crickets. Oh, dude. I'd rather deal with five spiders than a centipede. Those are some spooky, spooky fucking animals. I don't know why they all choose to and. I've been hearing the crickets, you know what I mean? They're not they're not here here, but they're here. You know what I mean? They're, they're around. pulling up. <laughs> yeah, they're pulling up. Whole squads pulling up. You know what I mean? So that's going to be interesting. We had to put a bucket of molasses water in that little hole in the wall. And uh yeah, they left that in there for a little too long. You know what I mean? So I don't know. This entire this entire basement's a little spooky if you ask me. Not a not a big fan of all the butt fucking bugs in here. <laughs> it's only gonna get worse for the winter coming too. Oh, dude. Well, luckily, well, my brother. Shout out to, shout out to Quincy. But this guy leaves the door open all the time. Oh, dude. Last summer I had to kill like four hornets that came down here, bro. And they're idiots because they're just they were just booling around the the lights or whatever. It's like, ah. So I gotta, and it's late at night too. So it's like. Well, I can't just go to sleep knowing this. <laughs> there were black hornets too, so I can't just go to sleep knowing there's a hornet going bzzz <laughs> in my it. room. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he's gonna find me. Oh man, so I had to kill him. But they're tough to kill because they're mean. <laughs> oh man. Fun fact: I've never been stung by a bee, hornet, anything. Same. Never been stung before. Never. Because I'm not an idiot. Right. <laughs> I don't mess with them. I've definitely. Uh, I have seen the craziest thing. Um, so back when I was younger, there was this. Uh, bees nest all right so i got a bottle of sand and you know me being athletic back in the day hucked it at it and it broke it and there was a video and the swarm came after me i ran away a lot of people are getting stung i did not get stung <laughs> a lot of people uh because it was those um apartments behind the cub foods over in cottage grove oh very nice yep so you know um yep a lot of people got stung i ran away ran home uh, but i came back like a couple days later and they had put it back up they had rebuilt it. And you know what I did again? I threw another bottle at it. It ran away. I never went back there because a lot of people were really upset. 
uh, because it was like the summertime. There were people out, you know, at the park and stuff. And yeah, a lot of people got stung. But I, that's a fun story because <laughs> bees are crazy. They just rebuilt it. They, they looked better too. But I broke it again. <laughs> Never went back to see if it was back together. But I definitely broke it twice. And if those bees are listening, just know I'm your maker. I'll oh, do it again. Man. Yeah, fuck those bees. <laughs> Bro, any bee that's listening right now, fuck you. We don't like bees. This is a no bee zone. We don't like we don't like any bees. Yeah, fuck it. Ed, that park is classic. Oh man. I remember me and me and Kyle, we, we went oh. we went to go from his house through the the park, and uh, total inside radio here. This is gonna be great shit for people listening. But we went to go to walk to the Target to get some sodi pops or whatever the fuck we were doing, and it was the fucking. Hottest day of the year, dude. It was like was he wearing jeans? 100, 115 degrees. <laughs> yeah, dude. And he was wearing fucking jeans, bro. We had this. We, dude. It was. We weren't. We weren't goofing, bro. We had to stop under a fucking tree to catch our breath. <laughs> Kyle's just soaking through. We might have even had a sweatshirt on or something. He definitely had those jeans on. Those skinny jeans, bro. Just sweating through it. I was dying. It was still like 105 degrees in the shit. Oh, man. In the shade, bro. I thought we weren't going to make it. Bro, and it's only like a quarter of a mile walk. It's not even that far. <laughs> Dude, he wore oh, jeans man. everywhere he went, man. Oh. oh, man. <laughs> it's him walking. Oh, man. Bro, he likes oh. to walk to places. I still see him to this day. He still doesn't drive. Oh, dude, I don't think he has a car. Oh, man, still watched it. We need to what, get... does he work at Menards or something? <laughs> yeah, we need to get him on the show. Oh, dude. I'm over the phone, though, because I ain't going near him. But <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. We need to live on location. We need Kyle, but we're, we're doing it from the, the Oakdale crib. <laughs> oh, we're yeah? We're doing it from the Oakdale crib. The first crib. thing I say to him, have a seat, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chris Hansen. How's it going? Uh, we, oh, dude, we got to get we got to get Bouse, man. Oh, Bouse, I'd man. love to get Bouse doesn't know shit about sports. Oh, we don't I, we can turn it into a we can turn it into a life experience page here for true. a day. We can talk about the fucking holes in that guy's brain. <laughs> shout out Bouseman Shout out Bouseman for getting his first UFC win last weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah. With with predictions? No, actually fighting. Oh no kidding. He, he beat that Mexican guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good job, Bouse. Shout out to Bouse. Yeah, I'm a big respecter of the Bouse man. Oh, and you know what? Here, how about this? We have, we have, because we don't, we don't want Kyle at your house. No. We, we bring the studio, well, not this studio, but we bring the computer and the mic to Bouse's, and that's like the neutral oh, ground. You know what I mean? True. That's the Geneva. That could be true. And we all sit down and have a nice long chat with the Kyle man <laughs> and figure out what he's doing these days. <laughs> you know, I mean, fi- figure out if everything he's doing is is top notch. You know what I mean? <laughs> Figure out if he's if he you know if maybe there's one aspect of his life where maybe he should he should fix. But let's just confront him at his work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Confront him with evidence. Yeah, good old Kyle man. Never uh, never really uh, never really cared a whole lot about what was going on. <laughs> so yeah, that, that that'll be uh, interesting. Maybe we'll get uh, Kyle on the show. Maybe he'll make some predictions. That's true. Because I was thinking, you know what I mean? We need four. Because this this would be good for us. Because we need four people so we can do, like, a league. Yeah. And I was thinking, dude, let's just bring in, like, Bouse or Kyle or somebody. Or even somebody. Because, you know what? Even if they suck and just randomly pick, better for us. Because mm-hmm. you and me are going to, you know, means more wins for us. Well, it means a win for you. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, it, it would kind of be like, you know, we got to have some bottom feeders. You know what I mean? So, who cares if Bouse gets every pick wrong? He's yeah. just, you know, he's just a punching I mean, bag. Or it could be like this, you know. When I first started doing this stuff, 
I was awful at it. Then the Overeem fight happened, picked every fight right, and look at that. I'm I'm, I'm going to beat you tonight. So you'll see that the the apprentice has became the master after tonight's show or after tonight's UFC about uh, fights. So just remember that. You will now be the my apprentice. And oh, I know no. I don't think you've seen Star Wars, but I will strike you down. I will strike you down. Oh, I've definitely seen Star Wars. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's... Not, not the fucking new ones. <laughs> I don't watch those new. I watched, what was the first of the new ones? Phantom of the No, like of the new, the new, new ones. New ones, the oh, new trilogy. Man, I fucking... don't know. Return. Ah, couldn't tell you. They Return, were awful. Yeah, Return of the Jet. They yeah. were awful. Most average movie I've ever seen in my mm-hmm. entire life. Yeah, I'm not a fucking. I'm not like that fucking fat guy who cried watching the Star Wars reveal or oh, whatever the no, fuck. Never. Never. Oh, I will say, I didn't cry, but it was a little. Not sad, but maybe it was kind of happy because that was a huge part of my childhood. So it was pretty. I guess it was happy and sad moment because it was like the end of it, you know, but I did not cry about it. And it, it affected me for like 30 seconds. And I was like, okay, on with life, you know. But yeah, I never cry over it. Yeah, never. No, I have no respect for Star Wars because they fucked up the Battlefront series oh, man. royally. Oh, man. Yeah, well, that was, yeah, that would have been the highlight. But of course, you know, certain companies have to mess things up. Even just update the graph. The, the stuff that they could the capabilities for the stuff they could do like oh dude the t- technology so much better but games are so fucking garbage these days compared to oh, Madden yeah. you know I heard um, so Madden's coming out in like the next week or two I heard them say uh, that in 2021 when the Madden comes out that they're they're looking at adding all this cool stuff and it's like dude you're talking about improving your next game when you're fucking <laughs> Current game. It tells you how bad this one is. Yeah, it tells you how. T- and of course, I fucking pre-ordered it because no, I've bought I, every fucking Madden. So I bought last year's, and it was a huge disappointment. I I hated it. I, I my the only games I play because I've been getting into baseball. Uh, obviously, really, but I've been getting MLB the Show. Only game I play. Um, that's the only sport other than UFC I even watch. I don't keep track of hockey. I don't keep track of football. I have a fantasy team, but like I just you know like I, it's about it. You know I just. Can't do any of that. Go Dodgers. Yeah, fuck the Dodgers. Go Dodgers. We got big Mookie Betts. Oh. oh, so you're one of these big market people. Only big market team I like. The only fuck one. the Dodgers. The only one. Well, MLB The Show, I believe, is coming to Xbox next year. So thank About God. Time. About time. Because I don't want to have to buy a, a poop station just to play a Major League Baseball <laughs> video game. But, uh, Xbox I mean? are for nerds. Yeah, Xbox are for, for fucking cool dudes. Cool oh, dudes. You, you know who I saw? Uh, this may be, you know, you know who I saw at my softball game Monday? Colton? No. Anthony Butner. And oh, Hunter Mislevich. Yep, yep. Oh, saw wow. them both. Those are names they were on the past. team. Yep, they were on the team. Yep. I just thought I'd mention that now. I was going to mention it to you earlier, but I was like, yeah. But yeah, I saw them. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're doing good, I guess. But Anthony lost a lot of weight. Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, who knows what these guys are, are doing these days. Yeah. You know I mean, just I don't think they went to college. Uh, Anthony did. He's a machinist. Ah, well, that's not really a job you should go to college for. But uh, good good for that guy. That's a name <laughs> from the past. Yeah. And if the softball league ever let me in it, I mean, you know, they're just – I'd ruin the league, though, but – Oh, I, I, I got kicked off the team. Uh, well, I didn't. My girlfriend got kicked off the team uh, because she didn't get along with the coach. So, But here are my career softball stats. For so, the that, year. so that affects you? You got off the team because of that? Yeah, I wasn't going to play. I didn't know the people, you know. Like, I wasn't going to show up there. But – my career stats for that softball game, I went four for four with three singles and a triple and uh, three runs scored. Uh, yeah, did really well. Did really well. Uh, I'm pretty happy with it. I will be creating a new team next year 
Uh, one with te- people that are good, so we don't lose 16 to nothing. But yeah, yeah, it'll be a fun time. Oh man, I mean, you gotta. I mean, you know, I just got plenty of power. Oh, I we, got plenty of power. I'll be a power already, hitter. We already have Peyton the Panda Kelsa on the team. Yeah, I was gonna say we need. Oh, we, need, we got him, man. He's lost weight, but he's still got the power. We need. He's still we need got Biggie the Boy on the oh, team. Oh, definitely. He's still got the power. Uh, my brother might play. He has absolute, oh, very nice. absolutely no power, but he's really fast because um, he quits smoking. So, yeah. Oh, very nice. Man, that's something we'll update later. It'll be a, it'll, <laughs> the team will be announced. We will announce the team when I get it. We need six women and I think six men because it's some weird, you know, diverse thing. You know, you got to have. Oh, sure, sure. You know, uh, yeah. So, let's just women get some, Let's get some CrossFit athletes or something. Oh, you know definitely, I mean? definitely. Oh, well, let's get we'll some get cyborgs on the team. You know <laughs> what I mean? Let's get some cyborgs. Well, there we go. I mean, hopefully Jordan stopped doing some, you know, extracurricular activities. But, you know what I mean? That's a solid team. You know what I mean? Because this, listen, we we need to go, because I'm the GM of this team now. Fair enough. We need, to, we need to get the best raw talent. So we don't need guys with baseball experience who haven't gone pro. We need a bouse who oh, has never man. played before, but we can mold him. He's got raw power. You know what I mean? This guy's been chopping wood. You know what I mean? He's he's been dodging plates and stuff oh, like this. Oh, definitely. So you know, Bouse, That's the, honestly, that's because he's not going to be super fast. But I, that's the ideal number five hitter. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, definitely. Like he doesn't have so much power. We need to put him at number three or number four. But like you know, a solid guy to round yeah. out that top of the lineup. And a good thing with Bouse is he's got a girlfriend. She can be on the team. That puts us at two women. There we three, go. Two. So we just need to find four more women, and we're good. Let's get Kayla. Yeah, Kayla would play. She'd so this be a three. good catcher. There we go. All right. So this three. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's get my sixteen-year-old uh, sister. There we go. If she can play, she. Can. I think you have to be eighteen. Ah. All it's right. Like, be like a beer league. Okay. Well. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know a lot of women, so. <laughs> you know what I mean. I don't associate with the other <laughs> the other gender. They tend not to like the O dog after a while. <laughs> ah, Catherine. Ah, we there get we her go. on the yeah, team. We a, get her on the team. That's a real power hitter right there. <laughs> <laughs> ah. ah, yeah, we can get it. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll figure it out. Oh, I definitely. Mean, and you know the best part? North Stars can North Star Sports can sponsor the team. Oh yeah, absolutely. Buy all our jerseys, all our stuff. Oh, I was thinking you guys could pay me to sponsor it. <laughs> I was thinking you no, guys no, could pay no. me. That's not how a sponsor works, silly goose. Uh, that's, how, that's how that's how North Star sponsors work. You know what I mean? I'm just waiting. You know. Listen, you got to tell these fireplace guys, you know, they could, they could, this could all be theirs. They could sponsor it. They better, they better move fast before a Chinese company comes in, you know, and fucking, I don't even, I don't really know any Chinese companies, so I don't want to say anything off color, you know what I mean? <laughs> but in each, you know, cause we got a lot of listeners there. So, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. Big, big opportunities, but honestly, you know who would actually be the greatest leadoff hitter? I'm kind of thinking kind of like, um, a Juan Pierre. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a speedy guy who could get on base, zero power, <laughs> zero power. But I think that guy only hit like six home runs in like a 15-year career. Actually, I, well, I have a computer right in front of me. I could just look this up. The legendary Juan Pierre. You know what I mean? This guy, 296 career batting average. You know what I mean? So he, he's – and look at that. Uh, 12 years, 14 years <laughs> in, in Major League Baseball. That's a solid, solid career. Uh, Kyle O'Clubja. That, that would be a great, that would be a great, great Juan Pierre. As long as there's no hills that he can run off of, we're good. Well, he only can play, he only can play in skinny black jeans. And, and Osiris's or oh, We'll play whatever. with center field too. I don't know if he knows how to catch. I never saw him play a sport. <laughs> let's, let's stick him in right field for now. 
But yeah, legendary. 18 home runs in 14 years. You know what I mean? So I think that's I think that's Kyle. Perfect. Right? I, I don't know if we can have Kyle on the team, though. It's an 18-plus league. It is an 18-plus league, but they're, <laughs> I'm not going to say it, but yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> nah, you know what I mean? We need to we need to take risks on people, you know what I mean? If I was a Major League Baseball GM, you know what I mean? We're signing <laughs> Yuri's Familia, you know what I mean? And we're signing, who the hell's the guy who just went over to play in Korea? Oh, man, Adam Jones. No, no, not no. him, although we'll take him as well. Not Starlin Castro. Um, oh, Addison Russell? Yeah, Addison yeah. Russell, you know. We're getting the good old boys <laughs> on the team, you know what I mean? We're going for talent only. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we're not gonna have any Caleb Thiel bars on the team. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're gonna we're gonna our prisons ba- or, or our uh, our team's basically basically gonna be you know like the all San Quentin <laughs> team. You know what I mean? We're just getting guys. We're getting Matt Bushes <laughs> and stuff like Josh Hamilton when he's not doing coke. You know we're getting we're getting these guys on our team. Perfect. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, and yeah, these guys might get suspended for half the season. You know what I mean? But when they're playing, they're good. Yeah, they're good. You know what I mean? So a lot of a lot of fun stuff for us to try to figure out here. But uh, we'll we'll wrap up the show here. Uh, went a lot longer, a lot longer than I thought. But you know what I mean? Good, good, good to have you know the the Pistol Peterson back on the airwaves. You know here in person. Uh, it's gonna be legendary when he takes you know the fattest of all L's in person. You know what I mean? But that's 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 coming up actually really quickly. We got to get this podcast. Up on the airwaves here. The strap is coming back to Oakdale. That's all I'm going to say. Coming right back to Oakdale. It's going to spend the week there and then another week and another week. And it's never coming back to Bloomington. Don't like it here. There's no police here. Never. Never. Well, you you got quite a a well-known police officer from your your city. So, you know what I mean? We we got a bunch of cool guys, cool cats from Bloomington. You know what I mean? Uh, You know what? I was going to wrap the show. We'll wrap it up in a couple of minutes. But, I, you know, we got to... We gotta look at we gotta look at uh, who's from Bloomington. Cause... I bet if you type in Oakdale, Minnesota, only one thing comes up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was it something in the news a couple of months ago? It definitely was. Ah, very cool. If you also type in Park High School, <laughs> you'll you'll see that that's uh, the case. But you know what I mean. We got we got Cole Aldrich. You know what I mean. Legendary NBA player. You know what I mean. We got Kent Herbeck. We got Ben Clymer. Uh, Lane Kiffin is Whoa, from here. Oh, Lane Kiffin, huh? I don't think that's true. I think that's just because his dad, he might have been born here technically. I don't think he grew up here. You know what I mean? Zach Parisi, the greatest signing in wild history, is from Bloomington, according to this very legitimate Wikipedia entry. Mark Parrish, another great signing for the wild. Two of the best signings for I the wild. I do know Parrish is from Bloomington because he played on a perfect uh, record Bloomington Jefferson hockey team. Uh, he was very good. Very good. They had like Toby Peterson, a bunch of other NHL, like 11 of them went to the NHL. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? Just tre- tremendous, tremendous lineup here from Bloomington. And, of course, the you know, you know the mailman, he, yeah, he's straight out of the CG, you know what I mean? But he's calling Bloomington his home these days. You know, we're, we look up, you know, Oakdale, Minnesota. I mean, we're just going to find. Although, you know, who, you know who the best person from Oakdale is? Straight up. Oh, they don't even, they don't even have a list of people from Oakdale. So, uh, you know, that's how, that's how lame this city is, you know what I mean? But uh, Michael Hughes. No kidding. Michael Hughes is from Oakdale because he, he went played to Tartan, for Tartan. Right? Yeah, yep, Tartan. Hmm. But other than that, I mean, I've never seen that. Oakdale is like got 20,000 people, and they don't even have a – I can't even find people from Oakdale. So, 
You know what I mean? Although, you know what? Shout out to Steve Young. He's from, he's from Oakdale. Very nice. Steve Young. My dad's Steve Young, not, gotcha. uh, not the football player Steve yep, Young. Gotcha. Well, but, I, uh, I was hoping so because Steve Young is definitely not from Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. But uh, you know what? We'll wrap up the show here. Another easy dub for the mailman. No Thanks way. for tuning in, everybody. No mail Sunday. And still Sunday. <laughs>